Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. It's great to see you today. I want to tell you, can I just look at you for a second? I want to tell you from my heart, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad that you're in church today. You are setting a course for your life, for the new year to start your year off. The very first thing you're choosing to do is to worship God and to look to Christ. I just want to tell you, way to go, and God is going to bless you for it. In fact, that's what I want us to talk about today. I want to talk about starting off your new year with a blessing. So I'm going to encourage you, would you open your program, take out the outline for our message, and right off the top, I want you to understand this word blessing. You know, the, in the Hebrew, the word bless literally means to bow the knee. That's what it means to bless, to bow the knee. And it's a picture of giving high honor of giving high worth. That's why Psalm 103.1, when it says this, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Do you know you bless God when you bow before him, when you give him high honor, when you declare that God is going to have first place in your life. And then when you flip that around, do you know part of God blessing you is when God lifts you up, when God honors you, you. God desires to do that. He desires to bless your life. And do you know when you bless someone else, that's what you're doing? You're lifting them up. You're honoring them. You're helping them see themselves from God's perspective. You're helping them through your touch, through your words, through your very life. When you bless someone, you're helping them understand how God sees them and how God feels about them. And and you know how God feels about you today, right? You know when God looks at you, you know how he sees you, right? In fact, God tells you in his word on your outline in Isaiah 43, 3 and 4, God tells you how he feels about you. This is what it says. God says, for I am, I'm the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior, since you are, what? Precious and honored. Would you underline that? Since you are precious and on, since you are blessed in my sight and because I love you. I love, that's how God feels about you. You're blessed, you're precious, honored, you're loved. In fact, to help me illustrate this point, I want, we're, we're at a very special time in our service because I want, I want, I need a volunteer under 12 years old to help me help everyone see how important this is. So since you raise your hand first, girl, come on up here. All right, girl. Have we ever met before? So we have met before, but I want to promise you, is this a setup? Did I arrange this before service? No. So you just volunteered on your own, right? And your name is? Everybody, this is Pua. The most awesome Pua that you have ever met. And Pua, I want to ask you to help me out with something. I have a very easy question for you. Do you know what this is? It's a $5 bill. So how much is a $5 bill worth? $5. This girl is sharp. Now, Pua, would it bless you if I gave you this $5? It would bless you a lot, right? Now some of you are going, I volunteer. Tell me. But Pua, it's worth $5 now. But what if I do this? Now how much is it worth? Still $5. Still $5. You still want it? Sure. 
Sure. Well, it's, but, but what if I do this and I throw it down and I step on it and ugh. now how much is it worth? Still five dollars, right? I mean, you can crumble it, you can step on it. It is worth five dollars because on the back it says this: "The United States of America," and then it says, "Actually, in God we trust." But see, regardless of what you do with this, it is worth five dollars because the one who made it that has its power printed right on there says, "Regardless of what you do with it, we're going to honor this as worth five dollars." And this would bless you to have this, right? I want to bless you. This is for you. But wait, 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 wait. We're not done. Because, Pooh, I want you to never forget that you are worth way more than $5. And the same way that this has something printed on it to tell us how much it's worth, do you know you have something printed inside your heart that says, made by God? And sometimes the world can crumble us up and beat us down and make us feel like we're not very valuable. But I hope you never forget you are precious and honored in God's sight. He loves you and he wants to bless your life. So do I. There you go. Let's give this girl a hand. Hey, Pooh, will you buy me lunch after certain? No, no, kidding, kidding. Okay, so guys, here's what I, here's what I want to do. I wanted to bless a, a, a young child today, but I want to bless all of you by talking to you from God's word about what it means to be blessed by God. So there in your outline, would you write this down? That number one, I want you, I want all of us to understand that we were created for blessing. We were created. For blessing. Kind of reminds me of the story of the, the little girl. She got a homework assignment and her teacher said, I want you to go home and ask your parents where you came from. And so the little girl, she goes home and she goes to her mom in the kitchen. Mommy, where did I come from? And the mommy said, oh, honey, you came from God. You were made by God. God made you special in his image. We all came from God and God made us to love us. And so the little girl writes down, I came from God. And then she's walking and she walks into, she walks into the, to the living room and daddy's sitting there watching football. And she said, daddy, where did I come from? And the dad says, oh, honey, that's a really complicated question because actually billions of years ago from a pool of primordial soup, there was an organism that kind of became a a little fish that grew into a lizard and then a bird. And then they became monkeys. And honey, we came from the, we evolution, we evolved from the monkeys. She said, what? (laughs) Said, honey, we evolved from, we came from monkeys. She said, okay. And she wrote down monkeys. And then she runs back to her mommy and says, mommy, I don't understand. You said I came from God. And daddy said that I came from monkeys. And the mom said, honey, it's so simple. I told you about my side of the family. (laughs) And he told you about his. So, So just a little... Guys, all that to say, first of all, as you're sitting here today, as you're sitting here today, I want you to understand something. You are not an accident. You are not a cosmic mistake. You were created by a God who knows you and loves you and cares about your life, and he built you for a blessing. In fact, I want you to see that the very first thing that God did after he made us. In the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1, look at what it says on your outline. Genesis 1, 27 and 28. 
So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then what happened? God blessed them. First thing he did after he made them, he blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth and subdue it. Underline that phrase, God blessed them. Do you understand that, that it's God's desire not only back then, but you know God's heart for you. In 2017, God wants to bless your life. And some of you may be thinking, you know, he may be going, well, if God wants to bless me so much, what's the holdup? Like, come on, God, bring it. I'm ready. And can I just say, especially if you're in a tough season right now, can I say three things to you? First of all, can I tell you, you're already blessed. You're already blessed more than you know. It's so easy to take all of our blessings for granted. I was talking to a young engaged couple who traveled to, to Veracruz, Mexico over the holidays to see family. And they said, man, we had such a great time. But when they came back, they said, man, I never realized how blessed I was just to live here. Can I tell you, as you sit here today, you're blessed. You have shoes on your feet. You have clothes on your back. You have food on your table. Friends, you have a pillow. Do you know what I'm saying? We're blessed more than we even know. You're already blessed. Second thing I tell you, sometimes the difficulties and heartaches we go through are blessings in disguise. Doesn't feel like a blessing right now because it's, it's hurt, it's hard, it's, it's painful. But some of you, you're going to get on the other side and you're going to look back and you're going to see the hand of God. He was either protecting you or growing you or doing a great work in your heart and life. And the third thing is sometimes God wants to bless you and you miss it because you're out of position. Do you know what I mean by that? Let me see if I can explain it this way. I'm a big football fan. One of my favorite times of the year, lots of bowl games, playoffs are about to start. Do you know in football, sometimes the quarterback, he'll call his play. And what the quarterback will do is he'll call a timed route. means he'll tell his receiver, we're going to run this play. The receiver is supposed to like go 10 yards down and make a quick cut to the right. And even before he turns the corner, the quarterback already throws the ball. And it's all about timing. It's a timing route. Does that make sense? Now, can you imagine the quarterback calls the play? Okay, go, go 10 yards down, make a quick cut to the right. As soon as you turn around, the ball will be there. Calls the play, go. The runner runs, but instead of going to the right, he goes to the left. Guess what's going to happen? The quarterback throws the ball to the right, and he misses the ball because he was out of position. Sometimes you miss God's blessing because God told you to go right, and you go to the left. Sometimes you miss God's blessing because God called you to go deep, and you went short. And you took a short, you're out of position. And can I tell you, God has lots of blessings planned for your life. But you want to make sure as you run your route that you stay in step with God. You listen for his play calling. You obey what he tells you to do. You follow his lead. And as you do that, you're going to discover you're going to turn around. Blessings right there. Oh my gosh. You're going to turn around. Another blessing. God has blessings prepared for you in advance Make sure you position yourself to receive them. Can I tell you just a side note? You've already done that today. Like you made a choice to position yourself in church. And guess what? God's already blessing you just for being here. 
So because I, do you get it? Number one, you were created for blessing. Number two, would you write this down? We long to be blessed. Like whether you believe it or not, understand it or not, you long to be blessed by your heavenly father. Do you know one of the primary ways God intended for us to experience his blessings is through the blessing of our earthly father? See, God eventually wants every child to come to the place where they can put their faith and trust and love in their heavenly father. But it's like God's so far away, that's a big jump to make. So what God intended is for the dads to love and lead and care for and minister to their kids in such a way that it's like this first step. First, I love and trust and believe in my dad. And then my dad helps me believe in my heavenly father because the love and trust is there. Then I can make that step too. Does that make sense? So I'm curious, how many dads do we have here today? If you're a dad, hold up your hand and hold it up proudly. I want to tell you, God has placed you in a position of high honor. You can put your hand down. Now, ladies, moms, man, your role is absolutely critical and important. But dads, God, impl- and, and God desired for you to bless your kids in su- such a way that it's easy for them to open up their heart to receive God's blessings of forgiveness and grace and salvation and faith. And let me see if I can explain it this way. I want to tell you a great story from the Bible. Here's how I'll highlight what I'm getting at. In Genesis 27, uh, Abraham has a son named Isaac. Now, Isaac is now a grown man, and he's getting ready to die. And before Isaac dies, he wants to bless his son named Esau. So this is what Isaac does. Isaac says, Esau. I'm about to die, so I want you to go out, and I want you to hunt me some game. I want you to kill it and cook it, make my favorite stew, and then after I eat my meal, then I'm going to leave you with my final blessing. So Esau, he's a big hunter, so he goes out with bow and arrow, and he goes to hunt game. But while they're having this conversation, Isaac's wife, Rebecca, overhears the conversation, and Isaac's favorite son is named Jacob. And Rebecca wants Jacob to get the blessing. So Rebecca says, Jacob, come here. I'm going to make some food for your dad. I want you to bring it in. I want you to pretend like you're Esau. I want you to trick your dad. And then after he eats his food, he's going to give you a blessing. And Jacob's like, I don't know. I don't look like Esau. I don't smell like Esau. And he's going to feel my arms. Esau has hairy arms and I have smooth skin. She says, I'm going to put goat skin on your arms. And his eyesight's so bad, you can trick him. So Jacob goes into to Isaac, gives him the food to eat, and then Isaac feels his arms. He said, you sound like Jacob, but you feel like Esau. And Jacob says, I'm really Esau. He kind of lies to his dad. His dad eats the food, and then his dad gives a blessing for Jacob. Jacob walks out of the room, and as soon as he leaves, guess what? Esau comes back, he killed his animal, cooked his food, he brings his food into his dad to get his blessing, and the dad said, oh son, I already gave my blessing, your brother Jacob tricked me, and then I want you to see something very powerful here, look at what Esau says in Genesis 27, 34 in your outline, when Esau heard his father's words, he let out a a loud and bitter cry, oh my father, what about me, now catch this, Bless me too, he begged. Underline that phrase, bless me 
2. See, there was something inside of Esau that longed to have the special blessing of his father. And can I tell you, there is something inside of you and me that we want to be blessed by our fathers as well. In fact, this really hit me. Like the depth of this hit me back in 2009 where we had our very first father-son retreat. In fact, look at this picture from the past. That was a father-son retreat, 2009. A bunch of us dads, we took our, our, our young sons up into the mountains for this retreat where we're going to hike and zip line and eat lots of man food around the fire. But the main reason we went is we wanted to pour into our sons' spiritual lives and challenge them to grow up to be great men of God. So we had wonderful worship times, but the last morning we were going to have communion with our sons. And so I asked every dad, I said, guys, this is what I want you to do. I want you to kneel before your son. I want you to say a blessing for them and then serve them communion. And guys, can I tell you one of the most powerful spiritual moments in my whole life? The first dad starts and he puts his hand on his son's shoulder. He starts to pray, and man, he just starts to weep. And the second dad and the third dad, they all start crying as they're praying over their sons all around the room. There wasn't a dry eye in the room. And then it hit me. All of these dads blessing their son, all of them, they never had a dad to pray over them, to say a blessing for It was so powerful for them because their hearts longed for it. And as you sit here today, whether you recognize it or not, you have longed for the blessing of your heavenly father. And if you didn't get that from your physical dad, can I tell you, it's not too late for you. You have a God in heaven who sees you, who loves you, and who wants to place his hand of blessing on your life. And just a side note, let me just say, parents, man, your kids, it's happening fast. And you don't want to miss this opportunity. When you put your kids to bed, place a hand on their shoulder, say a little blessing, a little prayer for them. We always liked at our children's birthday, before the cake and ice cream with all their friends, we always stopped. Even if it embarrassed them in front of their friends, we always said a blessing. God, thank you for my precious daughter that you have blessed us with. Please bless her. Thank you for my son who's grown to be an awesome. Bless his life. We said blessings for them all throughout their life. And, and you want to do that, parents. Because here's why. We were created for blessing. We long for God's blessing. But then the third thing. Let me, would you write this down? We are blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. Remember in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, God made a promise to Abraham. God said, Abraham, if you promise to fully follow me, I will bless you all the days of your life. I'll go with you and protect you and provide for you and lead you and guide you if you will follow me. In fact, Genesis 12, 1 through 3 in your outline says this, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your native country and your relatives and your father's family And go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a what? Blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be what? Blessed through 
you. God said, Abram, I want to make your life a channel of my blessings to others. Now, this is how it carries over into your life. I want you to understand this. God wants to bless you. And he wants to do that for you because he loves you. But do you understand God's blessings are always bigger than just you? God wants to bless you, but through that, he wants to turn you into a blessing. Let me explain it this way. About 10 years ago, I received a wonderful birthday present, a five-pound bar of Hershey's chocolate. Kind of looked like this. Someone knew I loved chocolate. They got me this big old candy bar. I looked at it, and for, for a minute, I was tempted to think about, hey, maybe I can eat this all by myself. You know, five pounds, just about 10 million calories. But do you know what would have happened to me if I ate that whole candy bar by myself? Yeah, I'd get sick, right? It would make me sick. Something that it was a, to be a blessing for me would actually make me sick. Well, friends, do you know if you live your whole life, God has these blessings, but you think the blessings are just for you. Oh, I want this blessing. I want this. I want this. And you live just for yourself. You know what will happen to you? You'll become spiritually sick. Your soul will get sick. Unless you understand, God blesses me to make me into a blessing. Now, here's the deal. Let's get real practical. Let me tell you about my life. Like, God blessed me with a house. So it's not just my house. It's God's house. I opened my home for a life group or the high school group can have their Bible study there. God blessed me with a car so my neighbor needs a ride or the youth group needs a minivan for one of their retreats. Hey, that's God's car. Let people use it. Or God's blessed me with food and clothing. Like this clothing drive, guess what? I'm going to go home, go through all my clothes, and on this clothing drive, I'm going to bring bags of clothes to be a blessing to our student ministry. Or God has blessed me with his forgiveness and his salvation, and his love, I'm going to do everything I can to pass that on to everyone I can tell about Jesus Christ. Or God has blessed me. Now think about it. As you sit here, God has given you gifts, right? Some of you can sing. Some of you can dance. Some of you can play an instrument. Some of you can work on computers, or take pictures, or or work with little ones, or you're great with teenagers. You're to take your gifts and use it to serve in the church to be a blessing because the blessing is bigger than just you. Now, here's the deal. God wants to bless you this year. He made you to bless you. You long for it. It will be multiplied through your life, and I want to pray for that right now. Let's pray together. Now, as we pray, I want you to bow your heads. And in your heart, say, God, I want to be ready. I want to be in position to receive your blessings. Would you say, God, I I believe in you. I'm not an accident. You're real, and you made me, and you have good things planned for my life. And when you say, God, I just, anything that you have planned for me, I want it. I open up to trust you to receive your blessings. And then finally, would you pray this prayer? Would you say, God, in 2017, would you make me a blessing to you, my family, and to the world for Christ's sake? Amen. Amen.